So yeah, so Shorzy's plate seems to have quite a lot. With Laura Moore, he's still shooting his shot. Can he keep them undefeated when the sluts are depleted from hammering ass with everything that they got? Tanya, you ready? Yes. Good, because you're fucking going. Yeah! Matt, you ready? Yes, yes, yes. Good, because you're fucking going. Yeah! Victor, you ready? It's not a goldfish. Good, because you're going. Yeah! (laughs) That fresh produce stand there. That's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, fucking sexy. It's Thirsty Thursday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the Protestant, a podcast paying tribute to everything in that universe. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other Letterkenny podcasts out there, uh, but this one uh, forgot to write a joke for this part here. So let's just move on <laughs> to the next part. Seattle. <laughs> Oh man! Briefly so- on. <laughs> I'm out, your host, and joining me in the room as always is lovely Tanya. And online we have Squirrely Matt, and filling in for the traveling Victor is our buddy Trace. And joining us this week, uh, he's in Edmonton. He's uh, he works in. Uh, you know what, Jay? I'm so sorry about this. <laughs> I I've been so busy. I didn't even write down what you sent me, and I'm I feel bad. So let me let me go look. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I gave you some time there, didn't I? I it's been <laughs> going really well. I know. Uh, Tanya, I told you you should have hosted tonight. <laughs> okay. Hi, Jay. Here How are you? He's born and raised Great in Edmonton. <laughs> He's a diehard Oilers fan, dying harder than usual this year, and a music lover. He loves to travel, and he's also looking forward to his next trip, which is to Great Britain next summer. Please make uh, join me in making some noise for Jay. Wondrous. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Wait, 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 wait. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I regret nothing. We could restart the podcast, but let's just go with this because uh it's we're already starting. I believe you know how to edit, don't you? You know. You know what? That's a good point. I can totally do that a podcast intro. award nominated. I know, right? <laughs> we need to bring back the original joke. Of and the nomination to goes to <laughs> Jay. Welcome. Welcome to Hi, the podcast, Jay. Jay uh, this isn't your first time with us. You've, you've joined us for egg halls and stuff, but this is your first solo podcast. So why don't you just remind us really quickly, where in the world are you t- speaking to us from? I'm from Edmonton, uh, born and raised out here in Edmonton my whole life. Kind of lived, kind of a loser there. Kind of lived within a ten-minute drive of any house I've ever lived in. Uh, you know what? Um, I'm the same. <laughs> yeah. So if that makes you a loser, I'm a loser too. <laughs> We're losers it's, together. Yes. There's <laughs> strength in here. It seems like everybody's from somewhere else eventually. So it's mm-hmm. kind of rare to meet another person like me out here that's been here for the entire time. So right. And you don't work in the oil and gas. So that's why you're not from from away. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no we manufacture truck bodies that's mm-hmm. the business that i'm in so some oil fields some logistics some railroad utilities kind of all across the board very cool uh and when did you uh, discover letter kenny uh kind of from the from the beginning like from the letter kenny like youtube shorts that they released back in the day and i think i watched the first season maybe and then i just kind of lost the ability like i didn't have crave for a long time and i kind of rediscovered it just at christmas time last year mm-hmm. and then i've just kind of been all in ever since so 
And uh, I mean, I'm sure you've heard the news that uh, season 12 is going to be the last. Uh, how do you feel about that news? It's a little depressing. <laughs> well, it's a lot depressing, but it's yeah. mo- mostly for the fact that it's because I kind of came to it again so late mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I got to binge through 10 seasons and then I got to watch the 11th season when it was released live. And you kind of think, well, this is going to go for a long more time. And then all of a sudden it's not going to. So I I think I was in the same boat as you guys where you said you kind of had an inkling just based on things you saw and heard. And mm-hmm. my thing this year is that like, I hadn't seen that they were filming anything <laughs> this year. Like right. they went yeah. Shorezy and then yeah. they're going back to Shorezy right now. And you're kind of like, Oh, where's, when are they going to fit in a uh, season four, 13 there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and when did you discover our podcast? A few months after that. So probably February, March of this year. Cool. And are you caught, all caught up? Yeah. Oh man, that's a lot of that's a lot of us. Sorry about that. I feel like I should say sorry. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. <laughs> uh, Liz on the live stream says she feels like Jay needs extra noise after that intro. Jay, I'm so sorry for fucking up that intro. I, I, it's worries. been it's been a week. Uh, so, but let's you know let's get going here. How are you now? Tonight's lineup is going to be Tanya, Matt, oh. Al, Trace, and Jay will get the last <laughs> word. Tanya, how have you been? Last year, first to go. Gotcha. Yes. Um, so the week, I don't even know. What day are we on? <laughs> Thursday. Um, <laughs> yes. It's uh it's been a whirlwind. Um, work is busy. I, I feel like I had some like late, late nights at work. So yeah, it's been a wee bit crazy. Um, oh my gosh, I don't even know what else is happening. Um, we had Halloween. Well, the house is a little cool. Oh yeah, the furnace broke. That's a that's that adds to the the chaos of the week. Uh, the furnace uh, broke um, a couple of times, and it, we keep on like uh, punching it, giving it a good old like Fonzarelli kind of hit, and then it goes again. Oh man, you for were, another little bit. You were dating yourself am, with that reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and then it, it works for a little bit and then it stops, but then it, something else happens and it starts again. So, um, we were kind of like, Oh, do we, or don't we? And then it really, really stopped this week and, uh, woke up to uh, 18 degree, uh, very cold house. Um, and, uh, I don't know what that is. You'll have to ask Chad for the, for the, for the conversion, (laughs) for the conversion on that. It's cool. I mean, it's not, it's not freezing or anything. We've got a a fireplace downstairs in the basement that keeps the house from freezing. Concern that the pipes will freeze. Well, not yet at the moment. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 uh, we're coming into colder weather. We had snow this week. Uh, and freezing rain the other night. Um, so it's definitely getting into colder temperatures. So, um, yeah, just kind of, um, trying to get help and look at YouTube videos on how to, I was, I was channeling Casey and was like, Oh, I, I could totally do this. I could, I could fix a furnace. I'm like, no, I can't. Yeah. So I well, called Kay- Casey, I can attest Casey and Josh are really good moral support when you're YouTubing. Stuff. When you're YouTubing. Uh, yeah. I jumped on zoom calls on them when I was trying to fix my, uh, washing machine. I was, I was totally, yeah. I was like, okay, this is calling. This is like signaling to me that this light is like, is like Morse code. It's like an SOS from the furnace. And I was like, okay, I can figure this out. <laughs> and I got so far. I did, I did get pretty, yeah, but then no. Awesome, awesome to the rescue. She says 18 degrees Celsius is like 65 Fahrenheit. Yeah. Not terrible, but it's not warm. I either. sleep really well in that kind of. Oh, uh, I, I, yeah, I was I like solid. Yeah. yeah. Just extra blanket. Just dead to the world. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you but, can get uh, your fridge ticket. Yeah. <laughs> 
I know. I, I've said, you know what? If if my career if my career path um, ever fails, mm-hmm. I feel like uh, HVAC is going to be in my future. Yeah. I that that would following your dad's. Footsteps. I would, yeah. My dad's footsteps are is HVAC, and I feel like that would be It'll probably be your father's daughter. <laughs> finally, be the man he always wanted me to be. <laughs> On that note, Matt, how have you been? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. It's been a good week. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the weekend, we had a fun little day. So it's just my, my two older guys are back with their mom. And, you know, we are, we can never sit still. So on Saturday, we went downtown just totally on a whim. Mm-hmm. Um, ended up at this really cool market. Uh, it was an outdoor sort of artisan market underneath the Bentway. And the Bentway is like this area in Toronto underneath our Gardner Express, which is our big highway that runs through the downtown core. So underneath that, even though it's falling apart, they put a market, which was kind of cool. Um, so check <laughs> that out. And watch that, out it, for falling ro- yeah. oh, that's falling what road. I said. I walked in. I'm like, look, like that pillar's missing chunks. That pillar's missing chunks. It it's so like true. an added risk level to the yeah. market. So I kind of dug it. Um, <laughs> but that day sort of spiraled into sort of a series of fun events. So we started there. Then we went up to another place called Trinity Bellwoods Park. And there was another market there and a, a nice playground. So we let a little guy play. And then that led to us stumbling across this diner down the road called Frankie's and stopping in there. They had like all day breakfast and stuff. And honestly, had one of the best burgers I've ever had in my life at this place. So shout out to Frankie's Diner in Toronto. Mm. Amazing burger. Would you have tease me? It was, oh, I don't know. I don't eat. It was called the Texan actually. And it had, mm. I think it had guacamole, onions, bacon, and a whole bunch of shit on it. Um, I think there was even a Dorito on it. It was weird, but it, it honestly, the, the burger itself was so on point. Like it's one of those you bite into it. You're like, this is, you know, this is homemade. Like, you know, they made this here. There's nothing fake about that. It was delicious. I, it was one of those ones where I went out of my way to tell the chef, thank you. Nice. And people, you need to do more of this. If you come across yeah. some of that, go out of your way to tell people what a wicked job they're doing. Too many people are so Great. quick to bitch about things. Um, take the time to thank people for awesome things too. So I did that. And then man, they, they like, there was like two guys in the kitchen. They both stuck their head out, gave me a big thumbs up. I'm like, yeah, thank <laughs> you. So that was cool. Um, and then today uh, is my oldest guy's birthday. So he That's just right. turned, he just turned 13. So I am now the proud father of a teenager. Um, as we were talking the pre-show so far, he's so far, he's not a dipshit. So, um, hoping that's the trend we'll see in these years that we're coming into, but uh, hormones are coming. What size is he? Is he still a little guy? What do you mean? Like he hasn't, uh, he hasn't had his growth spurt yet. Oh no, he's tall. Yeah. He's already almost, uh, almost my height and I'm I'm huge. If you see me in person, like I'm super (laughs) tall. So he's he's about my height. Um, it's so funny, funny side comment. So happy birthday to my, my guy, Riley. He's happy awesome. birthday, Riley. Very happy. happy. But this morning I was with my middle guy. We just dropped Riley off at school and, and he says to me, he's only 10. He goes, Oh, I don't want to be Riley's age. I'm like, why? And I kid you not. This was his answer. He goes, I don't want to have hair on my penis. And I'm like, what? Like who the fuck says that? <laughs> A ten-year-old people without hair on their. I, I was, I was, in, I was in. Yeah, we were in the middle of a store when he said this. I looked around. I started laughing so hard. I'm like, oh boy. How, there's a lot to unpack in that statement. Yes. Like it's ten. And I'm like, I, I didn't. I just, I laughed at him. Like, well, no, son, no, there's a thing like called I haven't even had my, co- even had my coffee yet. Oh my god. 
just moving on. But that was my that was my morning, and and so it was a really funny fun you know, start. And let him know that there's hope. There's manscaping out there. Yeah, well, that's you know? what I said. I'm like, you can you can you can deal with that. And then when I tried to address, he's like, well, I don't want to hurt it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this, is, this is getting away from me really quickly. Oh so, my god, uh, I circle back it. to this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll put a pin in this conversation until you're a little bit older. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't think I could follow that up. That's uh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's amazing. That wasn't part of my my monologue, but no. it hit me, and I had to tell it. So you're Love welcome. It. Uh, my week's been you know busy, maybe not not eventful, but uh, busy. So let's see. Oh well, this past weekend we were winterizing the property because that's coming. So we had to put all the patio furniture away and collect all the leaves and stuff. And we have this big, the biggest tree in the neighborhood. And it's always the last to, to drop all its leaves. We, some of like, so I think I bagged about 12 bags of, of leaves. Um, yeah. and, and my, and the lawn was nice and green. And today it's like nothing happened. Like <laughs> the tree dumped another load and now we're going to have to bag another probably 12, 12 bags this weekend. So have you, do you mow your leaves? I, we used to, but there's so many of them now. So what I, I've got a leaf blower that then goes from, it's like uh, the, the, uh, from what's the um from blow to suck yeah the space <laughs> balls uh spaceship it goes from blow to suck and then it mulches and so i can okay. fit more into into bags but um anyway uh so she's gone from suck it was to a busy it was a busy weekend of just being it was nice though being outside and working outside for a bit and getting everything ready i said that to our 16 year old by the way and he killed himself laughing <laughs> Uh, and then today, oh, this week we also were trying out a new singer. Um, our our the my co lead singer in my band, uh, she you know for for personal reasons had to quit. Mm. Um, so we're you know we're trying out a new singer, and the new singer's great and and eager, and, and she sounded amazing. Our first practice with her, and uh, looking forward to our first gig together in December. But uh, fingers crossed that. Uh, Things go well, and we don't scare her away. First practice, she said she'd come back. So, oh, there you yeah. go. <laughs> but yeah, that's been our week. How about you, Trace? Thank you so much, Trace. By the way, for filling in for Victor, to who is on his way to England tomorrow, early tomorrow. That's why he couldn't uh, record tonight. England, all right. Um, to something, something trains. Piggyback to piggyback on uh, Matt. <laughs> tomorrow is my son Brady's. 17th birthday happy birthday brady happy birthday brady and to celebrate that this morning he gives me a call and says uh dad i think i got a flat oh fun and i'm like uh, okay so i turn around headed to work and I, I go find him along the road and he's pulled over on the side of some country highway shoulder gravel and i walk over there and his tire is gone like off the it's rim flat like shredded it, it, no it's shredded yeah and i'm like oh no son what happened what'd you hit he goes oh i think i hit a pothole or something and i'm looking at the tire going did it okay. have was it a pothole full of razors like <laughs> yeah that's what i when i was asking i was like well where was the pothole and he goes uh well back on a uh, college road i said son college roads a mile back that way did yeah. you drive all the way on the flat tire and he goes i thought i'd try to make it to school i thought i'd try to make it to school <laughs> no i didn't think you make it at school son <laughs> so and i was like uh i had to call a tow truck and then get it over to uh the tire store and mm -hmm. he's like 
how's it look, Dad? And I said, Well, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get you a wheel and two tires. And he goes, Oh, I'm sorry, Dad. No, happy birthday, son. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, Okay. That's fine. No, I'm going to get you some other stuff. This is this doesn't. Oh, count, you're man. softy, Trace. Come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that and I, I was like, okay, look. Please tell me that we learned all the things from our learning experience today, because <laughs> this morning was chock full of teachable moments. Yeah. And and he goes, yeah. If I get a flat tire, uh, get it parked somewhere. Don't stop try to drive on it. <laughs> and I was like, great place to start. Great place to start. But yeah, so. Uh, and so tomorrow's his birthday and he has two new tires. There you go. Happy birthday. <laughs> yes. Happy birthday. I love that story. <laughs> Trace, you, you, I have to share my story with you cause you've inspired me so much. I remember the innocence of, of being a teenager and thinking I had an oil leak and that, <laughs> oh, man. It would be cheaper for for an oil change if they didn't have to drain my oil. They would just have to put new oil in. So I was like, this is fine. It's fine that it's dripping. This is before and, I knew her, by the way, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I was very young. Um, and yeah, I That's thought- solid logic. I, I thought solid logic. They don't have to do the whole go under and take the oil out because there won't be oil there. They just need to put new oil in. You didn't in. think they'd need to look for I where the leak was? I didn't know what the, fuck the oil was for. <laughs> just out there caring for the working I'm <laughs> what's what's oil for? I don't know. I don't. It was like just put the new stuff in. I don't need the old stuff taken out. This is it's, I'm helping and I'm making it cheaper for myself. It should be a discount. That's what I was looking at. You thought it was like gas. <laughs> well, I'm out of oil. Time for new oil. <laughs> it's not apparently the way it works. Uh, You're talking to two guys inside <laughs> laughing their asses off. <laughs> oh, my, my dad did not think it was funny. You're talking to two guys in the automotive field yeah. here. Yes. Jay. Yes. <laughs> How have you been, bud? Oh, it's been really good. It's uh, really busy at work lately. It's nobody did anything during the pandemic, and now everybody needs everything. So right. it's been uh, it's we're as busy as we've ever been. Mm -hmm. And to make it fun, we decided to switch our ERP system at the exact same time. So like. Oh, you, out there you, you couldn't. You couldn't have done it when it was slow during the. No, pandemic. no, you have to do it when you're at peak busy, or else right. why? What are you even doing out there? Right, totally <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, so if any of you are thinking about doing that, I'm just here to say, don't do it. Your old system works just fine. You can live <laughs> with what it can't do. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's a struggle, but you can see every day it's getting a little bit better. But it's uh, it's been it's been fun. Mm -hmm. Let's put it that way. Very cool. Well, I mean, it sounds like we've all had challenging weeks and maybe we should get some coffee in us. And uh, since Victor's not here, let's go with uh, Victor's. Hey there. Wait, what are we doing again? The sponsor read. Oh, okay. Wait, we have a sponsor? Yes, it's Eric. Oh, I know Eric. He's a good guy. I know. Did you know he sells coffee? Yes, of course I... I think it's called Diabolical Coffee. Can we just... It's devilishly good coffee. You don't say. He also sells diabolically awesome swag. Terrific. He's got a roast for all tastes. Is that right? Yeah, you can order whole bean, coarse, standard grind, and espresso. Espresso, but whatever. Hey, uh, <laughs> don't you and Tanya use K-Cups? You know we do. I think he has those too. Wonderful. Imagine if we could use promo code like Stand to get 10% off coffee or merch from his store. Yes, that would be cool. Wait a minute. I just had a brilliant idea. What's that? We should get Diabolical Coffee to sponsor the podcast. We should? Yes. 
Why have we never thought of that before? I give up. <laughs> Thank you, Eric and Diabolical Coffee, for your support. Speaking of support, welcome to not-so-new Twitter followers. We have Ben Lincoln, uh, Michael Matheson from Northern Virginia, the Powers Point Podcast, KL Alim from Australia, Curtis Pankey from Canada, uh, Patrick Eliash for um, uh, Hall of Fame from Kansas, Stevie Fish, Squirrely Dan fan, Brandy, Brandy Ortiz, Brandy 0319, whatever, a bunch of numbers, Vol, uh, Full, Low Me High, Bill Sullivan from South Riding, Virginia, Mike G., Jacob Tucker, uh, Chris Simpson from Duke Magnum, uh, T. J- T. Jenkins, Spees from Bossier City and St. Louis, UA Local 119, Sean Cowler, Cowley from Garfield Heights, Ohio, Jim Embleton from Glasgow, Scotland, uh, Brian, Sarah Coulter, Coulter from uh, Victoria, BC, Mark Temple from Fresno, California, Old Man Bronze from The, Fro- uh, the Frog, uh, Mike from Virginia, Donald Bradner from Virginia, uh, Sebastian Beeman, Lara, Matt Payne from Omaha, Nebraska, Michael Snape, uh, and Ann Nanley, um, Wellness Loved Daily, Daniel Silva, Silva from Albuquerque, New Mexico, Molly Molotov, Gabby, uh, JRHD, Burge from Toronto, Tim Weeks from Melbourne, uh, Christina Sandoval from uh, Denver, Axel Stone from Wo. Wood Oak City, Sarah Wren from Toronto and New York City, uh, David J. Clark from Essex, England. He's Cuba Dave. He's the host of the uh, the Pop Quiz Hot Shot Showcase Internet Radio Show. Uh, Ella Robert from New York, Bob Clapp, Jasmine uh, Boyadera from Itinga, Brazil. Um, Pop Quiz Hot Shot Showcase Podcast from Kelmsford, England. Jimmy Junga. Uh, D shuts from Canada and Jan, uh, Jan Fjord back from, I don't know. looks like maybe from Sweden with a name like that. Thank you for following and hopefully for listening previously a little brace on letter. Kenny last week, we recap and reviewed episode one of Shorzy season two, get him focused. And that episode received a fresh rating from everyone except yours. Truly, according to our scientific Twitter poll, 20, uh, 79.4% gave the episode a fresh rating. 16.2 agreed with me. And uh, 4.4 gave it a compost. This week, we recap and review episode two of season two, Skill versus Will. Tanya, have you done your homework? Yes. Uh, Matt, have you done your homework? Yes, 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 yes. I've done my homework. Trace, have you done your homework? It is. (laughs) Thank you for that. (laughs) And Jay, have you done your homework? Absolutely. All right, so here we go. Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. We open with a cold. Th- this is a real cold open, Matt, so we will stop to talk about it, okay? Thank you. We open so, at Eddie's. Wait, come on, all fairness, last week was a little confusing. It was very confusing, right? There was, anyway, there's nothing to talk about last It was week. a cold montage. Yes, it, was a, it was a yeah. you problem, Mel. Okay, thank you, Matt, for <laughs> your support. I just want to be clear. Ongoing thank you. Continue. Support. Yeah. We open at Eddie's Sports Bar and Restaurant in Sudbury. Eddie, the owner, clears the table of Laura Moore and Shorzy, who've just had breakfast. He tells Laura that she could have breakfast with him any day of the week if she wanted. She knows. Uh, Laura is after a quote from Shorzy about the American team and the no-show. Shorzy looks away as he speaks to Laura. Uh, She scolds him for it, but he tells her it's better that way. Because you're so fucking hot, I can't look at you and focus at the same time. Uh Uh-uh. It sucks because I just want to let you in so bad. You've really got those walls up. Look, I've made mistakes in the past, okay? I show myself to people too quickly, then I get hurt. Try. For me. 
All right, but you look like that, so don't be surprised if I look like I want to be underneath you. I'll try to conceal it. Oh my God. <laughs> I need a quote. Hey, you ever look at someone, they look so good, you just want to go, no way! No. Have you ever had that? You look at someone, you just want to go, all right! The Sioux Hunt. Oh, I tell the boys the sexiest thing about you is your mind, and here I am breaking a sweat so I can see your bras in non-traditional colors. Yeah, what else do you tell them? <laughs> I just tell them how much you challenge me and make me curious. With your ideas. Do you? You know, I've never had someone expand my horizons like this. I don't know what to do with you, man. Laura, it's taken me a lifetime, but I finally feel alive. I'm not going to get my quote, am I? <laughs> Laura gets up to leave. Shorzy asks one last time to give him a shot. Laura asks him to text her a quote for her story. She almost makes it out of the restaurant, but then pauses, turns, and asks Shorzy what he really says about her to the other players. Shorzy will never tell, but Laura's a journalist. She'll keep on asking. So Shorzy thinks for a moment. And then he relents. You're smart, capable, rational, dependable, outgoing, kind, consistent. You're a leader. And you smell so fucking good. Yeah. Quote me. And we cue the title scene. So that's your cold open. Tanya. Thank you. What do you think of that cold open? Oh my gosh. You know, like we love, I love his interactions like Kiso does this so well the interactions that he had with um uh 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 um yeah Tannis I couldn't remember her other name I'm like what's the other name um you can remember the harder one I know right anyways I don't make sense um yeah like the the banter that he had uh and and that they had with each other and the and he he does like one-on-ones and that quick like back and forth and the flirt so so well like really so well that you are so invested in that relationship mm-hmm. and it's just it's it you you cheer it you cheer him on and it's, it's it's again it's so funny to me because Shorzy was not a person that we were ever going to cheer for because he was always chirping about you know grabbing the the moms mm-hmm. and 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 doing all these weird things um and but yet you you find yourself in his corner right now and and cheering for that relationship and and hoping that that works out and and how she responds to all of like she's just so bang on with her responses again i love the banter i love the cold open it absolutely hit all the marks she's always she's making fun of him all the time and he he's just taking it and and uh and yeah it's it's really funny like uh, the whole your walls are, are coming or what is it your your walls are, are built up or something like that R- really funny remark matt yeah i mean the writing when, when they write for these two the it's so per and the chemistry between these two is so on point um i love jersey in the sense he's so unapologetically him mm-hmm. yet like it which is works in this because he's still being an asshole to some degree but he somehow turned it into charming and that's a real tough skill to do. So um, you can see she, she's, she's breaking down and, and, and falling for these moments. And, you know, why wouldn't you? Right. But mm-hmm. the other thing I love about this, and I talked about a bit last year is this season more, and this is a great scene 
it's showing stylistically the 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 evolution of the show like just the framing of some of the shots the slow movements the like some like there's a lot from a technical perspective that i that i caught in this scene that just feels very different than mm-hmm. you know where we were with letter kenny mm-hmm. and where we're come to with shorzy and this whole season you see a lot more of that and i, and I love it i'm going to continue to celebrate that because i love the playfulness they're having and it's it's feeling less sort of sketch which letter kenny is and we love it for that but it's starting to feel more i don't want to say sitcom because i don't even consider this a sitcom, but it's story yeah they're yeah. telling stories telling using story using the cameras and, and and the look and feel of it along with the dialogue and and the delivery of it so um i i'm seeing more of that and i'm really enjoying yeah that that what what's happening with the show and Uncle Eddie, we got to meet and him. It's true, Uncle Eddie. Well, we got Eddie, to meet Eddie, not Uncle Eddie, Eddie. 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 Yes. But, but we uh, met Eddie. Yes, we met yes. Eddie. We we <laughs> ate at Eddie's restaurant and we met Eddie. We ate there twice. Yeah, <laughs> and he served us twice. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a good guy and and had lots of glowing things to say about Jared, who eats there a lot. That's why, yeah. uh, you know, that's why he. Uh, I yeah. guess chose to shoot there, but uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, and, that, and that's a good point. It's again, this is a continuation of their celebration of Sudbury mm-hmm. into this season yeah. too. Yeah. Is already happening, right? You're already seeing restaurants and other places that are all real. We yeah. went to almost all the things you see here, and the and the we, we, we've been big to. thing to note about Uncle Eddie's is how long he's been in business for, and oh, yeah, how that speaks right. volumes yeah. to how his customer service is and how good his food is. Like, oh my god, like the place was packed mm-hmm. both times that we were there, yep. and the, well, food the food was great. outstanding. Yeah. The food is great yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, we we just uh, kind of off topic, but uh, we found out uh, recently that Tutti Frutti's both locations in Sudbury are shutting down. Sadly, oh, no. yeah, I think the pandemic kind of uh, uh, that was a really good place. It too. was a really great place, and so Tutti Frutti's, Frutti's is the place where they shot the. the I forget. I think it's a se- opening of season nine. Is that the one yeah. they're sitting in the diner? Yes. Like yeah. they're, they're all sitting in the restaurant. And they have the fight with. Yeah. The, they the after they, yeah. After they beat up. Bill Dirks. Moe Adrianus. Yeah. After Thank they, you. That's the yeah, guy. After they beat up on Dirks, uh, they were in the oh. diner and then the balloon animal guy yeah. came in. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that place, unfortunately. Well, and the, the picture you, you, you procured Matt, you didn't steal. Uh, is from that diner uh, is from that scene. Actually, you know, the picture you, you, you got from the studio. With the egg, oh, yeah, is from where Tutti Frutti? Yes, it's from Tutti oh, Frutti. I didn't know it's that. From that I, scene, I, it's in the background have, of that scene. If you watch that scene again, you will see the picture that you took. I so, have it. There you go. Uh, so you have a little piece of that history, and and sadly, and, it's, and it's when shutting you down. say picture, you mean he has a portrait. A por- yeah, it was it was hanging on the wall. He has of a Tutti framed Frutti. picture. Yeah, mm-hmm. framed portrait or whatever yeah. or well, yeah poster <laughs> so yeah this scene is great it was great to see eddie it was great to see eddie's restaurant um matt i know what you I know exactly what you're saying oh and here, here he is so he's showing off so this uh, great for podcast yeah the great for an audio podcast but but for jay <laughs> and trace uh matt was allowed to take this home <laughs> yes if you watch that scene again you will see that picture hanging in the background uh, of uh tutti frutti <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> for some unknown reason, Matt Sorry, has had, it at his I desk. Had sh- I, I had to show that on the audio only. <laughs> I, I know what you're saying, Matt, and I had the same observation watching this uh, back. A lot of Letter Kenny was, it's not s- set cameras because the camera's always moving slowly, but it's yeah. set pieces where yes. they don't move. 
uh, they're always in the, either in front of the produce stand or behind the on the porch, behind the the railing, or in the kitchen. Yeah. There isn't a lot of shots of them moving around and doing right. And and Shorzy, you see a lot more of that. And, uh, yeah. and even especially in this episode here, I noticed it, and and I'll bring it up in the, in in a few scenes later. But um, yes, for sure. Uh, uh, direction wise, photography wise, they are they are trying a lot of different things in this. Uh, Trace. Um. I've made no secret and it's quite well known that I am president of the Laurel Moore fan club. Yes. And <laughs> I love that they open with the scene and the best part about it is a, everything Shorzy's saying is a line. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a, <laughs> a dot in the wool tested and true line. And he's, mm-hmm. and, but the thing is, and he's saying it all ironically, but he's also saying it very sincerely. Yes. Oh, well put. Exactly. Very sincerely, but yeah. I mean, everything he's saying about, you know, you know, I built walls around myself and all that (laughs) stuff. And, you know, it's like, oh my God, dude, all of it's a line, but there's such a sincerity that, you know, it's like, uh, my oldest son said, he goes, when you're not good looking, make them laugh until they forget how ugly you are. <laughs> and, but you what know, a kid. And she, she laughs and, mm-hmm. and she's so entertained by it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and it, and it ends it with, you know, Shorzy actually being somewhat sincere from his heart. And I love just the way that scene is shot mm-hmm. because not to be crass or insensitive, but I hated to see Laura go, but I love to watch her walk away. <laughs> <laughs> and it ended it on a line. Eh, Trace? Oh, Trace. <laughs> well, uh, awesome in the live stream says Shorzy practices radical, radical truth, which is <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, Jay, what did you think of that scene? I, I love that. They went back to that couple again as the, the cold open for the second episode, like mm-hmm. just to get them in their by play back on screen. Like it's, you slide into it like an old pair of gloves, right? Mm-hmm. Like you just love to see them go at each other like that. And I, I totally get Trace's point where it's like, he's just spitting game the entire time, <laughs> but like, it's hard to, it's like, you, there's no ill intention with mm-hmm. it. And you can just see that shit eating grin on his face the whole time. Yeah. So I, I like to, I like to see them. Uh, I don't know. I like anytime those two are on the screen together, it's just magic. Mm-hmm. Um, my like the the parting shot how he describes her to others like if any lady ever heard that about herself like mm-hmm. i can't imagine that that wouldn't work right yeah no it's it's, <laughs> it's a line but yeah. i think that that one actually uh, would hit home pretty hard because that was about the purest thing i've ever heard somebody say about somebody else mm-hmm. the sincerity and, my, and the truth yes it's it's yeah. it's all there yeah Absolutely. And I think that my favorite part was the non-traditional bra color because I just thought that was such a funny line. <laughs> such a great line. Yeah. And and you know every single person immediately looked. Yeah. Like, yeah. Second, like you did oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. It's yeah. in traditional. And, and you can kind of see that like it's like showing all like yeah. on purpose. You're kind of like excellent. They set that up. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right, let's move on to scene one coming out of the uh, opening credits. Uh coming out of the title, we get a montage of the sluts working out, uh set to the motivational words of Shorzy. Let's pump some blood into those pipes here, boys. Let's go now. Oh, 
Let's do some Arnold press. What's with the half reps? Goblet squats, eh? Ever try a goblet squat hell set? Let's do some power bombs. Maybe if you did a couple more calf raises, you'd win a foot race. Ever try a Swiss ball wall squat? Let's do some renegade rows. Cross body hammer curls, eh? Come talk to me if you really want to fill those buys up with blood. I think you mean hypertrophy, you fucking idiot. Maybe if you did a couple more wrist curls, you'd win a face off. Let's do some skull crushers. Let's do some widowmakers. Let's do some Zotman curls. Bulgarian split squats, eh? Ever try a Bulgarian glute smash? Put a sweater on, fish tight clothes at the gyms for broad. Let's do some wood chops. Table rope push downs, eh? Come talk to me if you really want to fill those tries up with blood. We think drop sets? Power X that way. First one to leave, <laughs> eh, fish? Maybe if you did a couple more supersets, you'd still be tucking one again. Don't forget the cool down here, boys. Let's everybody cool down here now. Trust Sanger interrupts Shorzy's slut training uh, to inform him that Nat wants to see them. So we'll go into scene two. Cut to Nat, Meek, Zeke, Shorzy, and Sanger walking through the halls of the arena. This is, a, again, a walking shot where they're going through the halls. Like, a la, uh, it reminds me of like Dr. House. They used to do that a lot. Where oh, yeah, yeah. Walking yes. through, yeah, through the right. hallways. And Good like call. Almost every episode, there would be at least one of those shots. Mm-hmm. Um Sanger doesn't, oh, they're, they're talking about, oh yeah, Shorzy's incredulous about what he's just heard. Sanger doesn't like it one bit. It turns out J.J. Frankie J.J. is getting his own calendar. Uh, Shorzy says uh, if uh, J.J. Frito J.J. gets his own calendar, he's going to throw himself in front of a bus as he offers to drive. Uh, Sanger questions why they need a new, another calendar. Meek tells him they need to raise $50,000 if they want to uh, host the senior uh national tournament and so far they've only got 20,000 so Shorzy says they need Frankie focused on the Yanks Nat agrees that they need everyone focused on the final three games if they want that record she asks Shorzy if she knows where the sluts what the sluts are doing right now and we cut to a musical montage set to the song the kingdom by goth babe beautiful lingerie clad women beckoning the sluts to their respective rooms and and hey those women have names, okay? Goody's girlfriend, she's Brit, played by Celeste Ziegler. And Dolo's girlfriend is Melody, played Melody, played by Emily McGarrell. Uh, cut back to the hockey arena. Shorzy assures Nat that he'll get the sluts focused. So uh no uh sorry, no back to Nat, then back to the Frankie discussion. He's got the more most goals in the no show. He's on top of the world. That's only that not very Nat is not very concerned with his focus. Uh, they'll only need him um, in the afternoon anyway for the calendar shoot. Uh, Frankie's following is getting really big. Shorzy says it's because they're on a twenty game heater. Uh, but Frankie's fans, they're not there for the W's. Do you know what a bear is? A bear? Yeah. Huh? Do- What's a bear, Shorzy? Fucking Yogi Paddington and Pooh. The other kind. Gummy. <laughs> You don't know much about the gay community, do you? Me? Oh my god. Why would I know anything about the gay community? Fucking honey dick and broads only. My guy. Fucking honey dick and only broads. Same. In the gay community, a bear is a larger, often hairier man who projects an image of rugged masculinity. Why would you be talking about gummy bears? Frankie, being a larger, hairier man, has garnered the attention of the Sudbury gay community, who are offering a large sum of money for a calendar exclusively of Frankie. Sanger's concerned this is going to divide the room. Nat assures him it won't. Shorzy still can't believe that with a calendar full of stripped down and greased up hockey players, all the gay dudes want is Frankie. Uh, Nat doesn't know what to tell him. They They just weren't sexy enough. 
Next scene, cut to the laughing Buddha. The sluts are talking about Frankie's calendar. They're having a hard time understanding it as well. While they discuss it, Frankie's sitting there oblivious, stuffing his face with food. Uh, their cat, their chat, sorry, is interrupted by Pam, who brings Hitch a martini and compliments him on his I Mother Earth Band t-shirt. Hitch and Pam talk about their favorite Canadian band's best albums like Scenery and Fish by I Mother Earth. Great album. Fluke by Rusty. Amazing album. And honorable mention to Sloan's One Chord to Another. Uh, I'm I'm wearing their shirt, by the way. Uh, Tanya and I went to that concert, and it was amazing. Yeah. Um, Pam reminds him that Alanis, uh, Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill also happened. Hitch is intrigued. He asks Pam if she'd like to come over to play some tunes. She turns him down gently, saying she knows what sluts listen to, and walks away. Shorzy's still on about Frankie's calendar, saying he could he he, he won't let this bother him, but. Um, not fooling anyone at the table, Shorzy reminds the sluts that they've got to focus on the Yanks. No more, no, not one more word about the calendar. And then we cut to Shorzy refing beer league where Corey and, and uh, Liam are playing and they're chirping him about the calendar. That calendar is going to fall around for the rest of your life, you dumb fuck. Where did it all go wrong, Shorzy? Well, it's a good thing about refing your beer league, boys. At least I see it can get much worse. Yeah, did you tuck your dick back between your legs for that too? Doesn't matter, Corey. Your mom will still find a way to grab it. Don't worry, bud. Your spree ten mid-December in Northern Ontario didn't stand out at all. Glad to hear, Liam. Don't worry, no one's calling you Jersey Shores. It get weird at all having one of the boys grease you up? Nope. No? Didn't think, what have I been doing with broads all these years? This is terrific. Well, it's only gay if you get hard. Oh, yeah? Yeah, isn't that what you told me, Cor? What? Hey, didn't you tell me if you keep your socks on, it's not gay, something like that? Fuck you, Shorzy. Dog shit call. Fuck you. The Yanks are coming for that record, Shorzy. Liam, can you just hurry up and finish this game? Your mom's still waiting for me to come back with a warm, wet towel. Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Liam. <laughs> your mom carved her initials into my bed frame. How am I supposed to explain that to Corey's mom? Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Corey. Your mom's texts are so full of spelling mistakes, I can barely figure out what time she wants me to come over. Fuck you, Shorzy. Liam, did you know your mom calls her mid or wet wallet? Fuck, Fuck you. you. Boys, just tell your moms to leave me alone. I'm not getting matching tattoos with them. Okay. The Yanks fucking toss you, Shorzy. Don't worry about the Yanks, boys. Okay, we just have to pause there for a okay. minute. That whole banter between Corey and Liam and mm-hmm. Shorzy, I could not stop thinking about when the, the actors were telling us that they ran lines with their mom. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. In, uh, like, oh, how? How yeah, do you even, that whole banter back <laughs> yeah, and forth, yeah. like they had to do that with the boys. And yeah. oh my God. Like, can you imagine being 21 or 20, however old they are? They My mom my mom would never read that. No. She would stop imagine? and she like, Matthew, you can't be doing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I remember the, the moms are, are saying chores these lines that's Shorzy's right. yeah. lines wow. yeah yeah and they're saying that to their mom mm-hmm. right oh my awesome. god too funny i love it um okay well i've got thoughts about that scene too but we'll, we'll, we'll hold it to the end um scene five Shorzy and sanger are back at nat's office she's worried about the yanks uh they've been right there with them all year they're big and they're fast they battle sanger responds the bulldogs are bigger and faster and they're three and oh against the yanks uh nat says it's uh, not their skill she's worried about it's their will she says the real battle for hockey supremacy bet is best versus best is the americans versus canadians in the men's uh, game women's game and kids as Sanger says, but Canada's the best country at hockey. Nat responds, but the Yanks are right there. Mig says, Americans have to be the best at everything. Uh, they're obsessed with with it. Uh, Trace, do you have any thoughts on that, being the only American yeah. here? No. <laughs> I know you mean. 
Uh, you know, <laughs> it's American hubris. Uh-huh. Z guides that uh, Canada is the only thing standing in the way from them being the best at hockey. Which brings us to my point of apprehension. They want to be the best fucking bat. First, they started sending their kids to hockey schools up here. Get their players on our level. Now the programs are just as good down there. Some better. I had to wash your mouth out with soap. Shattuck, the National Development Program, Total Package Hockey. The average American player is just as good as the average Canadian now. Some better. Shorzy argues that Notre Dame in Saskatchewan made Wendell Clark. They'll never make one of him down south. Sanger adds they may never make one of him again anywhere. A production note. Wendell Clark, former NHL player from 1985 to 2000. He was drafted by the, mm-hmm. the Toronto Maple Leafs and he played most of his hockey but also uh, in Toronto, but he also played in Quebec, New York Islanders, Tampa Bay, Detroit, and Chicago. But he's one of the most popular Toronto Maple Leafs ever. In fact, I bet you Matt knows who Wendell Clark is. So I, I have a story oh. on that really quick side production production note. Yeah. I met Wendell Clark years ago when I was a kid. Oh. I actually got his autograph, which at some point I lost. That's unfortunate. <laughs> but my, so I think Dave Ellett, does that sound familiar? Yes, Dave Ellett is a yeah, defense. Dave, okay, yeah. that goes sports, right? You know, with me. <laughs> um, my, one of my closest friends' mothers was friends with Dave Ellett when he played for the Leafs years ago. Oh, and cool. we got invited out to a team practice Uh one time. So we sat in the stands, watched some practice. And when the practice was over, um, Ella came over to the side and waved me and my buddy down and my brother and said, want to meet the guys and brought us into the dressing room. They were all hanging out. Oh, wow. Hey, we got, to, we got to meet the entire team of whatever the year that was a long time ago. Yeah. Wendell Clark being one of them and why that stood out is because I remember we were joking around. They gave us some pucks. Um, we we're just laughing. All of a sudden I turn around, I hear some yelling Wendell Clark has my older brother over his head and <laughs> dunked him into a garbage can. What? So I don't know what he did or what he said, but one thing led to another. And uh, it was really satisfying because I don't, didn't get along with my brother. So it right. was really <laughs> fun to watch. So nice. that memory is a core memory for me now. Yeah. Uh, watching Wendell Clark dunk my brother in a garbage can. So nice. Uh, the, one of the, the unique things about Wendell Clark and we'll move on. I promise just one last thing that like he was a really good player, like a first round draft pick for the, for Toronto and everything. But he was also the kind of player who, who will fight. Like he will drop the gloves yeah. and, and what w- could win a fight. So he wasn't just a skilled player. He was a skilled and tough player. And that's why Toronto Maple Leafs fans loved the guy. Cause he, he yeah. did it all. So anyway, Back to Shorzy as he gets all choked up talking about Wendell Clark. Nat brings him back to the issue at hand. The sluts have focus issues, and the Sioux Hunt will be coming land, sea, and air. If they lose a game, Shorzy assures her they will never lose again. Uh, Nat says good. Uh, Zieg changes the subject by asking why the gyms are always late. And we cut to the prison where there's a heated game of reach for the top taking place. The inmate quiz master is played by Matthew Ellis. You knew that, Matt? All right. You I did. Look, I have that on my production notes here. <clears throat> okay. So uh, if that name sounds familiar, it's because Matthew is the production designer on both Letter Kenny and Shorzy, and he's Danny Ellis's brother in law. Yes. So the quiz master is rhyming off question after question, and one team is answering all the questions correctly. That team is made up of our old buddy Phil. Uh, you may remember him as the tough guy from season one of Shorzy, uh, who, uh, who uh, Shorzy gives the potty kiss to. Uh, and 
uh, three other inmates. One of the inmates is played by the show's uh, second AD or third AD. Uh, AJ, second, I think it's second AD. AJ yeah. Zoldi, and he was our handler oh, when we I were love at AJ. <laughs> yeah, when, when we were at. Uh, AJ, we he was will. the one who designated yeah. us the super fans. Yeah, he was the one yeah. who's taking us around, and uh, oh, I got to get him man. on the podcast. He's amazing. And another play, uh, played by Shorzy's second AD named Mo. Now, okay, <laughs> Go I'm going to fall on my sword. Fall on my sword. When I watched this the first dozen times, I thought that was a Policetti brother. While we were watching, because when when the camera pans to him, he's got this weird smile on his face and his eyes. So he looks like one of the Policettis, right? While I'm watching it with Tanya last night, she's like, oh, that's Mo. I'm like, no, it isn't. It's one of the Policettis. It's like, oh, it looks like Mo. Now, Tanya's got a face blindness issue. So. <laughs> I, of course, said, no, it's one of the Policetti brothers. <laughs> and I, of course, said, oh, okay. <laughs> then today, I'm writing out my notes for this for today's episode, and Matt texts me on our messenger chat, and he said, I think that's Mo in the prison. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it isn't. It's one of the Policetti brothers. He's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, because it's got to be, because look at him. Like, he looks like, right? And so Matt also, I think, said, okay, if you say so. But No, I said, I said, I said, I think it's Mo, but oh. maybe he's portraying a Policetti, like one of the member of the family or something is what I interpreted. Okay, so maybe he's a, there's a third brother or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, because I swear to God, when we were there and we saw the 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 cost in the costume truck, mm -hmm. I thought I saw one of the jumpsuits said one of the orange prison jumpsuit had Policetti written on it. So that's why. Maybe he is yeah. a Policetti. Yeah, maybe he's a Policetti. It could be but a cousin. But he's not the Policettis no. that are in the. So in, whether he yeah. is or not. It, it, he's yeah. family. He's, maybe he's family. But anyway. It's, that would explain the facial expression. The reason he's, it's such. He's crew. Yeah. The reason <laughs> um, Tanya and Matt said it's Mo is because while we were on base camp and we were being taken around, one of the, the second ADs, his name was Mo, really good guy, like very happy, awesome go lucky, guy. really awesome, yeah. took us around, showed us around. And uh, we got to know him really well, and it's him in in yeah. that in that scene. So I, I, you guys were right; I was wrong. I love to hear it. Okay, you can quote you can quote him on that. <laughs> yes, yes, and now we have a recording you of can it. Clip that and use it whenever you need, need to. All right. So and and that was all. Um, I was set straight by awesome because after a while I started doubting myself, and I and of course when whenever in doubt go to awesome, and she's the one who said, "No, you idiot, that isn't a Thank you, awesome. That, that doubt, awesome, doubt. Yeah, yes, that was Mo. Uh, by the way, the team of inmates for that quiz game, they were called Baroque Obama. Uh, their opponents. <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah, <laughs> that was the name <laughs> of the team. Their opponents, who weren't able to answer any questions, were the gyms. Um, and, uh, their team name was the Iro Iroquois. So fun, fun name there for the quiz teams. Anyway, next scene back at Shorzy's apartment. Shorzy arrives to find Goody and Dolo standing there topless. Uh, then, uh, out of Dolo's room emerges Melody, but Shorzy notices there's a second woman in his room getting dressed. Shorzy asks him, did you have two of them at the same time? He did. Shorzy's impressed. But then he asks if the women will be there tomorrow because it'll be pretty tough to focus on the Yanks when you're looking at boobies. Uh, Dolo uh, doesn't understand. Shorzy says, it's no wonder the sluts don't have any legs in the third period when they've already played a period between the sheets. He implores them to get some focus here. 
As Shorzy speaks, Britt emerges from Goody's room with the second woman as well. Uh, they bid each other farewell, and the second woman leaves. Uh, Shorzy once again can't help but be impressed at Goody's threesome. Uh, Hitch emerges from the bathroom between Goody and Dolo's room. He was just in there listening. To- <laughs> he was being real quiet so they wouldn't know where he was. Where he was too. He's really proud of both of them for doing so good as what they did. <laughs> Dolo, thanks Goody, but asked where his girlfriend Bethany Don was. Uh, Hitch said she didn't even know his real name. He's looking for something a little deeper than that. Shorzy begs the three of them to get out of it, get it out of their systems now. It's going to be pretty uh, tough focusing on the Yanks when they're looking at Virginia or Virgin Virginia, I think he said. Cut to Frankie's photo shoot as Frankie says goodbye to Lysandra uh, Nadeau on, on his phone. Nat and me wonder if he looks gay enough during the photo shoot. Zeke <laughs> says the Bears think he looks good and gay naturally, so they probably shouldn't coach him. Uh, just then, a knock, there's a knock on the door. They ask Frankie who it is, and it's his girlfriend. The girls think it's Lysandra Nadeau, but it isn't. It's Rev. She's a Canadian singer and songwriter from Montreal, Quebec, and Nat wonders how he does it. Me reminds him reminds her that Quebecois stand by their own. Nat sees Frankie repeating his destruct, destructive pattern. Next scene, Pepe Panini's fish is on a date with Alice. Uh, Shorzy walks by, sees them, and then walks in. What the fuck do you think you're doing? What? Huh? What? Well, you stopped scoring a goal a game, but you got lots of time for chit-chats. Are you serious? Wish I had more time for chit-chats. Shorzy, I'm third on the team in points. Oh, yeah? How many did you score last game? Zero. Huh? Zero. In the game before that. Zero. In the game before that. Zero. In the game before that. Zero. But you got lots of time for chit chats. A fish asks, well, what the hell happened to senior whale shit hockey? Uh, but their arguing is interrupted by Michaels, who was sitting there listening the whole time, eating alone. It used to be senior whale shit hockey. Now it's something different. Now we have a chance to do something that's never been done before. Think about it, fish. You want to be the best team in the league this year, or do you want to be the best team in the league ever? Shorzy just stands there staring at Michaels for a beat, and then he goes in on him. What the fuck are you doing? Huh? Huh? Me and the panini. By yourself? Yeah. In the middle of the afternoon. Is that not okay? Well, it depends who you ask. What do you mean? Well, if it was me sitting there eating solo paninis in the middle of the afternoon, I might be a little bit worried. Worried about what? That I've I'm a fucking loser. For <laughs> Should just got this to go. Well, you'd still be by yourself eating paninis. <laughs> I see. Kind of dead. Uh, just then, Shorzy hears commotion outside the restaurant. Someone yells, "Let's go!" Shorzy goes outside to see what's going on, but not before informing Michaels that people are saying he's acting weird. Michaels asks Shorzy what he thinks. Shorzy answers. Goalies are always weird. And then he steps outside to see the Sioux Hunt all running in unison down the middle of the road. Michaels comes out to join him. The Sioux are in a day early to prepare for the Bulldogs. Michaels thinks that's a bit of overkill for senior whale shit hockey. Uh, cut to Nat, Sanger, and Shorzy at the arena looking down at the Sioux Hunt, who are all standing at the be- on the bench, uh, just staring at the ice. Not to them, it isn't. To these dudes, this is it. What the fuck are they doing? Peak, perf- huh? peak performance imagery. What? Visualization, my dude. Getting mentally prepared. I told you they'd be coming Lancey and Air. Simmer down. So while our guys are out there thinking about ass and reach for the top, Goody loves chicken. The Sioux Hunt are here thinking about beating us. Uh, the camera pulls away from the hunt who just keeps staring without moving. Get a light. See anyone you don't recognize? Well, I see three guys I've never seen with the Sioux Hunt before, but I've recognized all three of them. Yep, they loaded up. Is that Matt Delaney? That's him. 
First round pick, three years in the show, three stints in the player's assistance program. Do you know what for? Yep. That's pretty schnur. A thousand games in the show, another couple hundred in the minors, and now he's here. Hang him up. Veteran presence. Dale Palmer. I can see that guy from the moon. Half a season in the show, no one would fight him, so he quit. Fucking loser. They want to spoil this for us so bad, they came in a day early to get focused. I bet their broads couldn't wait to get rid of them. Americans have to be the best at everything. They're obsessed with it. And we're the only thing standing in the way of them being the best at this. Which brings us to my point of apprehension. They want to be the best fucking bad. And we fade to black. Before we begin, just a really quick production note. Matt Delaney is played by Frederick Waugh. He's the son of Patrick Waugh. Uh, Brady Schnur, played by Neil Clark. And Dale Palmer, played by Alex Penner. All right. So discussion time. We are going to start just talking about a no ratings. And Tanya, you're first. All right. All right. Here we are. Go. Educate me. <laughs> wow. Hold on. Just really quick. That's the fastest you've ever accepted a Tanya you're I'm going to. totally first, ready. Yeah, I'm, she, I'm in. She's got her notes. Fuck, really fuck I'm, I'm going. Go. Fuck, I'm, I'm going. Right. All right. I'm excited. So, uh, you're going. Exer- <laughs> exercise terminology. Mm? School me. Um, are those all real terms? Who knows? I don't know. Are those made Probably. up? I don't know. I've got some. They can't I did be. look up a couple and mm-hmm. they did check out. Yeah. Did they? Eh? Probably. Yeah. Oh. I felt the same way when I was listening to the uh, that cold open in Letterkenny with all the hockey names. Right. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. If you know, you know. If you don't, uh, you, yeah, just, just go with it. All right. Those could be cool. Uh, and, and Tanya, what about my face made me look, think that I know anything about woodlifting weights? I, I was going to ask you, Jay. I'm like, Jay and Trace, help me here. Are you guys sports guys? Uh, I'm not a weightlifting guy. There's a difference between are you a sports guy and are you a weightlifter? Yeah, Jay's a sports fan. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so then the next question is this peak performance imagery, is that a thing? Yeah, that's a thing. For that sure. is, that a is a thing. thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't I know how to, bunk it is, but sure. I have to ask about these things because I do not know. Um, awesome says no one in the Zoom would know the answer to that. Come on now. <laughs> Thanks, um, awesome. <laughs> um, it, okay, so things that I took away from uh, this episode. Uh, Zig's earrings, oh my God. Oh During boy. the um, calendar talk, uh, they were in, they were they were beautiful. Like all the way down. I, I was distracted. I didn't notice, but I was likely they, they would be Victor's MVP. <laughs> I, I, they I'm would not going to lie. I noticed them as well. I <laughs> made a note of it as well. I'm Thank like, those you. are pretty cool. <laughs> those were amazing. Could never pull them off myself. My ears are not strong enough. I would need to do some weightlifting uh, ear lifts. I don't know if, if there's a term for, all, term Lo- for that. They're called lobe lifts. Lobe lifts. Yeah. That's what I would need to do in order to pull those off. But anyways, uh, Yogi Paddington Pooh, the only bears he knows. Um, I love the uh, um, not trying to explain to him what a bear was. Um, laughing Buddha in the episode. That's right. We yeah. sat at that mm. table. That exact that table. That yeah. exact yeah. table. Mm-hmm. Like total flashback. Love it. Love it. Love it. The pizza yeah. is amazing. The salad. We. Yeah. I think we've been there like four times. Yeah. We've been there quite a bit now. One of the well, sitting at that yeah. table is a complete fluke because we went there prior. We sat outside, but then yeah. when we went back, the was it the last night we were our last there. night. Yeah, that picture. Yeah, we that was just us on our own. We yeah. went and sat there, and, and yeah, when, when, I, when that the... popped up, I'm like, that was. <laughs> Us. We sat yeah. right yeah. there. And when we took the kids, we went there again. Yeah. It is that good. It's yeah. just, yeah. oh my God, it's so freaking good. Um, so Laughing Buddha, I, I just, 
I, it, I, I smiled. I beamed when I saw it. Um, I'm wondering if the, the Hitch and Pam, um, that banter and that little moment that they had, whether that's going to be a oh, thing. Oh, you got to think so. I mean, remember in season one, how, how mean Pam was to all of them, especially Hitch. And now she's yeah. like com- complimenting him on his t-shirt and stuff. And she not once did she tell him to put his giblets in. So yeah, I think. Uh, <laughs> and, 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 and Hitch hiding out in the bathroom yeah. and uh, supporting his, uh, his team. Mm-hmm. In, in, yeah, that's what he was doing. In sexual ways. <laughs> <laughs> um, but looking for something deeper and then flash like thinking about that conversation that he had with Pam and whether or not, that might be uh, something because why else show it? Mm -hmm. There's got to be something that progresses there. Um, um, Oh my goodness. Again, I I mentioned it already. Corey and Liam um, killed myself laughing. Couldn't stop thinking about uh, the conversation of him saying that he ran lines with his mom. Uh, (laughs) um, uh, um, Peppy Panini's, um, you know, I, I'd eat at Peppy Panini's alone. Um, just like Michael's, I have, would have no shame with that. It is that good. And I, yeah, it, it, it's a, it's an amazing place. We've ate there several times now mm-hmm. too. Yep. Um, uh, oh my gosh. Fish is dating Alice. That was, uh, interesting. Uh, what, I, I, didn't, I think that I just kind of set them. What I didn't leave in the clip, but at the end of that clip, she says, how's Goody? Because in season one, Alice actually hooks up with Goody. Uh, yeah. So that, that's kind of a little joke that I, I, I oh. should have left in, but I didn't. So, yeah. Why do I not remember that? What? She was with Goody? Yeah. she. So she's, she's also the girl that was dancing at yeah. the bar that Sanguinette was staring at when Phil cut him off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she's like a little bunny, is she? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She's a hockey, uh, a puck, puck bunny. Yeah. Puck bunny. Puck that's bunny. what it is. Um, you gotta kind of wonder what the storyline is going to be with Michaels. They, they've kind of referenced him a couple of times now being goalies are weird, being weird. And, um, now, you know, and he had his moments in the first season, you know, certainly with his dick out. Um, and, uh, you gotta kind of wonder where they're going with him now. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, kind of sitting there off in the corner by himself and, um, yeah, you kind of have to wonder what that that's going to be. Um, and the Americans, the Sioux Hunt, um, you know, I remember seeing those uh, uh, uniforms in the in the, um, the costume trailer, yeah. trailer and uh, wondering what that was going to be all about. And uh, here we are. We, we're getting to see uh, how that plays out. So mm-hmm. looking forward to uh, what happens next. Matt? Yeah, um, I'm going to echo a couple of things. But first, I. I want to go back to that locker room scene where they're all working out. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, trying to celebrate some of the production side. That whole sequence to me was Mm -hmm. unbelievable. Um, I think, and I was trying to count, I think, I think I counted 13 different angles or shots that they used. There was probably a few more. I think a couple were zoomed in or out, but from the same position. Um, So that's a lot for them to take on in, in any setting. So, you know, the direction there from Tierney and the work by Buttry and his team to to set all those up. And then not to mention the editing and how tight it was, because if you listen to the cadence of how fast Shores is going through those different rhymes, it, it just it, it bounced really nicely throughout that whole scene. So big shout out to that scene. I loved how that played out and it gave us some real good fun banter to, to, to take us through that journey. So really enjoyed that. Um, the whole 
uh, Frankie's a bear thing killed me. I, 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 I've, I mean, I've got several really close friends who are gay and I'm very familiar with that term bear. So as soon as it came up, I was like, I'm really curious to see how Shorzy plays out on this. Mm-hmm. And, and he didn't disappoint. Um, the Yogi Paddington and Pooh line was to <laughs> me, the line of the episode that slayed me. I, I was dying when he said that and just watching him trying to come to grips with why Frankie, right? Every reaction he had and the weird little cutaways to Frankie, like just doing stupid, like just eating his food or playing with his phone, like so oblivious to what was going on. And like, he didn't give a shit, but Shorzy's just completely inundated with why, why Frankie, that, that whole arch through this episode really hit hard with me. And and I I really enjoyed that. Um, Has Frankie ever talked yeah, he'll say a couple of things here yeah, and there in French. But if you remember when we interviewed Max, he's not French. Like he, no. <laughs> he, he has no accent. So they, they, I think they keep him his dialogue to a minimum on purpose. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like basically, they um, have, just have him saying "quoi," like what? Like because if he says any more, he'll give away his non-Frenchness, right? <laughs> yeah. the The other one I noticed on this was uh, the Corey and Liam. Um, Chirps with Shorzy on the ice. I love these again. I think this takes us back to what Shorzy was, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a sh- it's it's like don't forget this is the Shorzy you knew, yeah. right? Now you've got a different perspective of him, but he's still there. So the those little nods are just nods back to what we what we came from with Letterkenny, and now we're seeing him in this space. So there's a great a great reminder in, in the live stream. Awesome's reminding us in Letterkenny season 11, Shorzy starts humming the teddy bears picnic at Frankie in the car park when they do that oh, standoff. Yeah. So another yeah. kind of bear reference at, uh, at, uh, Jan- oh, at Frankie's. So they experience. were already playing that one <laughs> yeah, out. I love it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so good. Um, the one I said, I'd show back the, the hitch, time storyline so what i like about this season as well they're they're already from a character side developing a number of stories whether they stay with them or not they're setting themselves up so you've got you've got sanger and Mig. you've now got laura and and shorzy you've got hitch and this pam thing building like there's a number of different um storylines that are that they're playing around with and and i imagine some will stick, some will not into season three and beyond, but they're feeling them out, right? They're mm-hmm. like, how is this working? How is this hitting on screen? So I like that they're giving them different um, different lines and the hits. They needed a character who wasn't a dog, right? And would we have guessed it was Hitch? I think probably not, but he's becoming that, right? Mm. He's definitely the the one that's sitting back. He's not just going out looking at it looking for a thing, anything he can score. He, he made a couple points. Like I want something deeper than that. And he's playing the long game kind of like sure he's doing with Laura mm-hmm. around, you know, just, just keeping at it and, and hoping for the best. So I, I, I like that. And I'm curious to see where that's, where that's going. Um, and the last thing I'll, I'm all going to rebut. I don't, I thought sure he was way off base going at Michael's for him eating that panini. I didn't understand that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I have a hundred percent eaten in restaurants by myself and enjoyed every minute of it. I will do that unapologetically. And the fact <laughs> that he's like, you're gonna take it to go. Everybody gets food to go. Yeah. Like you no, no, these no, that was so off base just yeah. being a dick in that moment, but it made me laugh. When I was in Halifax for work, I sat down and had a lobster dinner by myself. <laughs> 
high. And Trace I didn't was care. I was you. sitting there with my bib and I was eating. I was loving the lobster. With your bib? Oh, yeah. The lobster. Man. lobster. That's it's even messy. sadder. Yeah. yeah I, it's going I big, Al. I mean, yeah. Yeah. did you put it out for yourself? <laughs> that's a nice dinner. Uh, that's between me and my right hand. All right. Um, <laughs> Matt, are you done? So I, I have a question. I'm that, good. And th- that, that basis from. Or, mm-hmm. Anyways. Do you think that the chirps that he has with Liam and Corey uh, are legitimate? Like, is he doing that with the moms or is he just chirping just to throw them off their game? Same. I mean, same questions we were asking back in letter Kenny when he was doing it with, uh, with uh, Riley and and Jonesy. And, and it was, it was hinted that back then it was true. So yeah. But I I mean, I would, I would say the validation we got on the Riley and Jonesy was when, I don't know the text messages from the moms. Have you seen well, well, that, that, but even in Shorzy season mm-hmm. one, I think it was some of them, one of them called him out. I think it was one of the, uh, one of the girls like me or Zeke or someone. And they're like, they're wheeling. He's like, no, no, they were wheeling me. But like, yeah. I think they were, were morbid. Like, they were, right. Yeah. There yeah. was some conversation yeah. in that, that really yeah. felt like he was validating it, but yeah. not that necessarily he was in the one engaging in it. Yeah. Like the one that started or initiated it. I feel like uh, this version of Shorzy is so into Laura more that he that those are just chirps. That's just him trying to That's get, what on, I was get back at uh, Corey and Liam because they're dishing it out to him, making fun of the calendar and yeah. stuff, and he's just got to give it back to him, right? So, yeah. but but the fact remains, it makes you wonder. Yeah, it, it does. does make it does. You wonder. Yeah. yeah, it makes the fella wonder, don't it? <laughs> don't it? <laughs> don't it? Did you ever notice? Um. All right, so here we go. I <laughs> love this episode. Moving shots. Where we uh, talked about, you know, walking to the hall, talk about uh, the, the, the shots in the cold open. By the way, Matt, I think the line of the of the episode is the one about Laura Moore's bra. With all due respect, that's the line of the episode. Um, <laughs> great to see Eddie's that's a good, that's a good tender. restaurant. Um, the workout montage. So I know. You know, they're always saying that uh, uh, Shorzy is a lot different from from Letter Kenny. But in this episode here, there's two very strong callbacks, two very strong Letter Kenny scenes. First, that workout montage, that's basically Riley and Jonesy in the gym in Letter Kenny. Just yeah. ripping this, uh, the whatever, the the barbell, dumb, whatever, whatever he's, they're saying back and forth. But this is just Shorzy saying those exact same lines uh, to the sluts. So. That's almost lifted out of the Letter Kenny uh, universe mm-hmm. right there, um, and the the Corey and Liam chirping, same thing, lifted right out of Letter Kenny. Absolutely, uh, just re- just replaced Corey and, and Liam with Riley and Jonesy. Same thing, that mom's chirping and everything like that, and them saying to him "fuck you, Shorzy." And every time they tell him "fuck you," he just comes back with an even uh, harder dig. So uh, interesting. This one here has a lot of callbacks to to Letter Kenny to its roots. Um, just like the blueberry bulldogs did in season one, the Sioux are loading up, you know? Uh, so the fact that Shorzy's complaining about what the Sioux's doing with those three new players, it's exactly what they did. Adding Hitch, Dolo, uh, and, and Goody, and then the three gyms, they did the exact same thing. So not, so I, I really like the parallel there because, uh, uh, you know, that that's kind of ramping up the tension. Uh, we did this last year and it worked for us, and now the Sioux are doing this to us. So... Uh, very interesting there. Um, what Americans do. Yeah. And, and then <laughs> Does that work where we're going to do that. <laughs> Shorzy making fun of Sanger and, uh, and Meeg. Whenever, whenever there's like a cute moment between uh, Sanguinette and Meeg, Shorzy's uh, 
there to, to make fun of them with a little giggle or, or whatever he does. It's, it's a lot of fun. So yeah, those are my kind of, that, those he are my, does that giggles so yeah. well, <laughs> so, so well. Yeah. Those are my high points for this episode. Uh, Trace. Um, on this particular episode, and I, I don't want to reference too much back to the first episode, mm-hmm. but this was such a content heavy episode as far as the plot points that they want to be establishing for the, right. I mean, there's no dead spot in this episode and it's so short. It's only 18 minutes, like nine, and it almost less makes than me 19 think minutes. With some judicious <laughs> editing. Yeah. They could have put one and two mm-hmm. into like almost perfect episode. Right. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, this one was just, it's hitting all the points. You, you get the feeling they're going to hit during the season introducing it to you putting it in your brain mm-hmm. this is what you want to be looking for and and i really liked how that was uh set up uh, i've already spoke to the laura moore thing yeah um the well for me the line of the episode mm-hmm. is when shorts is going uh you know i'm only honey dick and broads and me and uh he goes same <laughs> yeah actually zeke zeke has a great uh, a great line too when when he's at i'm i'll if uh if jj gets his own calendar i'm gonna throw myself in front of a bus and and zeke says i'll drive you the fucking great great quick oh, line yeah, there definitely too. yeah <laughs> but uh yeah and i mean the uh the other thing is like with the Corey and liam thing i always i mean i i realize it's it harkens back to the Riley and Jonesy thing, mm-hmm. but, uh, but almost the evolution of it because Corey and Liam are getting some zingers in on their own. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. They're getting curb stomped afterwards, but mm. you know, they're <laughs> stomped. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I mean, but to that point, you know, they're not just sitting there, you know, with blanks look, looks on their faces. Right trying to respond they they try to give as good as they get but yeah. you know they just get it worse mm-hmm. um <laughs> to uh my particular area of expertise i kind of like the trivia thing yeah <laughs> competition <laughs> <laughs> that, that felt made me feel good and warm and fuzzy mm-hmm. but uh were you able to answer the questions yeah <laughs> yeah don't I'm doubt trying, Trump's Trace's, uh, trivia. he's he's a trivia i mean you master. can't prove it either way you could be lying but i, can't, I, I don't know i mean it, it, was, it was trace is a national trivia champ man you don't don't doubt but his, that being said it was <laughs> you know it was tough because it was predominantly canadian centric mm-hmm. yeah that's why i was curious. you know but yeah i know i mean i knew those but um <laughs> i love it <laughs> yeah but, uh, i liked uh the whole diatribe mm-hmm. uh of Americans and Canadians. Uh Al told me he goes, You're gonna have to defend that. And it's nah, I can't defend it, man. It's, <laughs> it's just it's just the way Americans are. They uh like I said, they don't have I mean, yeah, there's a sort of entitled hubris that goes along with being an American that they think that they can excel and dominate in everything. Mm-hmm. All it just matters is them giving enough of a shit right. to do it. <laughs> and well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you could sit there and go, if we wanted to play cricket, we could dominate cricket. <laughs> you know, <laughs> or some uh, uh, other weird rugby. Hell, if we wanted to play rugby, we'd mm-hmm. just dominate, but we just don't want to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, 
you know, hockey, it's neighbors to the North. Mm -hmm. Hell, we can do that too. And (laughs) once they get their backup about it, they, you know, can be irritatingly arrogant about it. (laughs) And not only that, and not so much that, you know, anybody begrudges them wanting to excel in the sport. It's just, they just a blatant disregard for traditions and things that are honored by (laughs) the country that it's, it's national sport. And they're, they just, we're going to do it our way because we're Americans, Mm -hmm. you know, that, um, and, but yeah, I mean, I like that. And as far as, you know, like the sluts, I'm going to have, I'm going to co-opt something, uh, awesome wrote in the, um, DM group and that, that, you know, the, there's a distinct point with uh hitch as far as, um, going along with, you know, looking for something more mm-hmm. and awesome had mentioned that, you know, with Shorzy and Laura Moore and, uh, Hitch is moving away from some puck bunny who couldn't even remember his name. Right. You know, Jared, yes, but Hitch, obviously, if not outright said, he's older than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and it's kind of putting a, not a disconnect, but a, a distance between the younger players mm-hmm. and the older players who, coming to the end of their careers and they're looking for something more. Yeah. And it's, it, and it, and she made a point that it kind of plays up into the veteran aspect of them. Yeah. Coming along and it's like, yeah, that's cool, man. But they're fleshing out characters and that's yeah. the best part of those episodes so far. Agreed for sure. Yeah. Every one of them has had something to kind of develop their character a bit more, a bit further. Uh, I would argue maybe Goody hasn't had as much as anyone else, but, uh, uh, the others seem to have had it. Uh, and, and to your point, Trace, um, with the, the Americans, it, when, with you saying, uh, that I'm thinking back to when they were running down the road, they were in the middle of the road. They weren't like on the <laughs> sidewalk, but they were like, here we are. We're going to stop traffic. We're stopping traffic. <laughs> Where else would they be? So that, <laughs> yeah. It kind of makes yeah. it like, yeah, brings it. You don't mind if we went down the middle of the road, right? We're yeah. Americans. Yeah. It's cool. we're, we're doing this. Yeah. Another, no, sorry, really quick mm-hmm. on the Laura Moore thing. Is that, is that something hiding in plain sight where you just said, you know, they're looking for something more? Is Laura Shorzy's something more? Laura is there a play on a name there intentional just there to go. say that she's, she's something more for your borderline. Uh, you're, you're bordering on, on an Allen theory there. <laughs> That's that was like something I would come up with, but uh, we didn't say I, she I, was I pregnant it. or anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay, uh, what, what did you think of this episode? I thought it was, I thought it was great. And mm-hmm. uh, you, you mentioned the things that kind of linked it to letter Kenya there. And, and uh, you had the two and then trace through in the honey dick. <laughs> and uh he also he mentioned does. he also mentioned hypertrophy and if you remember in the beat your dick december episode that's what uh squirrely dan said would happen to you during that uh event so that's funny call back to that one nice. oh nice uh, nice catch yeah and i've got some notes here which is funny like i mm. feel like i'm on like trial here i haven't taken notes for something in like 35 years so just bear with me <laughs> um <laughs> Wait, where were you on trial for 35 years ago? That's what this <laughs> yeah. show makes you do. It makes you take notes. It makes you do homework. 
Um, like so, like the Facebook algorithm has has seen my face, and they realize that I don't know what crossbody rip hammer curls are, <laughs> and so I've been getting one bone clothing ads for years. Okay, <laughs> and so I was looking at this year, and again back in a little while ago, and all of a sudden it's um, JJ. Well, yeah, you see JJ, Frankie, JJ, and I, and I, uh, I, uh, whatever. Like I commented on the picture saying JJ, Frankie, JJ. Mm-hmm. And literally every single other comment was from a bear where they're just like, we all know why we're here, eh, fellas? And all this what? stuff. Are you serious? Yeah. So when That's I saw awesome. that on TV for the show, I just yeah. died because it's <laughs> like, I don't know if it was like art imitating life or what. But Oh, wow. That's really that, funny. Yeah, there's a ton of them. And it's the, the bears are a big fan of the one bone clothing line because of the, the models that they pick. Interesting. That's, Wonder, that's a good call. I mean, maybe that's the kind I mean, Max Buffard's been uh, sporting their stuff for a while now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's promoting it all the time. So you, you could be on to something. That could be a direct connection. So it's more like art imitating life instead of the other way around. Yeah. 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 So I, I just, when, when they said it, I just started laughing and my wife's like, what's your problem? And I was like, I'll, I'll tell you later. <laughs> but it's, it's also a proven commodity that if Jared finds something mildly amusing and interesting yeah. about your real life mm-hmm. oh it's going in the show <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true yeah <laughs> he's certainly done it before so uh, the the show forced me to find out what provincetown means okay i didn't i'd never heard i'd never heard of that reference before but apparently the u.s's oldest gay bar is in provincetown oh yeah massachusetts yeah 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 uh, and i also really like that goody who who like he's got 20 lines in the whole show and it's how he likes chicken. He likes this. Mm-hmm. He likes this. He likes this. And all of a sudden he's just like San Fran's a dump. <laughs> and I just thought that was hilarious. Cause it's like, <laughs> I'd love to know where that came from where all of a sudden he's just the first thing negative. He says is that San Fran's a dump. Right. <laughs> they probably don't have good chicken there. That's probably why he doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Their chicken is poor. <laughs> uh, the two teams like Lori, uh, Corey and Liam's, beer league team to have beer Tuesday versus the maple queefs like mm-hmm. well done beer league teams <laughs> um i had to look up all of nat's references to the u.s hockey programs like i'd heard of shattuck because of like Sidney crosby went to shattuck yeah. jonathan taze went to shattuck um and then that total package hockey i'd never heard of that before so i decided to look into it mm-hmm. and like five players drafted in the top 10 came from that program last year in the the draft. So, and that's an American program. It's an American program. It's like a franchise. I Mm -hmm. think it's, it's it's in a bunch of different U S cities, but I think the kind of the key point to that too, is like, not only are they developing their own players, like Canadians are going there Yeah, instead of at home to do their own development. So that's, that's a feather in their cap for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know if you'd ever heard of the Notre Dame, the Wilcox team there before with Lendl Clark, but it's like a Western Canadian powerhouse. It's always developed talent. I think it's, I don't know if it's fallen on some hard times lately, but like the NHL Hall of Fame is full of guys that played for the Hounds in Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah. That It's a, a small but mighty school uh, hockey wise for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I laughed at Hitch just listening behind the walls because that's such a junior hockey thing to do. Like it's <laughs> in any other frame of world, it would be creepy, but in that world, it's like, yeah, you're going to hang out behind the wall. What else are you going to do? 
it's like Bonnie McMurray. It's like you couldn't just not acknowledge it. Yeah, yeah. like I just love how supportive and complimentary he was to Dolo. Right. Like, you did a good job there, Dolo. Well, well done. Yeah, I just wanted. To, I was, I was, I was well proud done, of son. you. Yeah, I'm proud of you. <laughs> uh, I feel like I need to hand in my Canadian passport because I have no idea who Arev is. Neither do I. I had to look her up, and uh, I mean, there's a lot of Quebec stars, singers, and actors that. Uh, when, when they say they support their own, it's true. Like there's an entire industry that is only in Quebec that no one outside of Quebec know, knows about. And, uh, but they do really well in their province, which is something that, you know, the rest of the country could probably learn from, but yeah, <laughs> I had to look her up and yeah, apparently she's pretty uh, famous in, in Quebec. There you go. Um, and then I guess the last thing I had was just the, the fellas there, the Sioux hunt, the new guys, um, I, re- I loved the scene and it took me, like you said, it took you 12 shows to see the, the fellow that you'd met. Mm-hmm. It took me probably 10 times watching that episode to see that they gave away the, the Delaney thing mm-hmm. when he's like three times in the substance abuse program and Sanguinette's like, do we know why? Yeah. And right before Shorzy says, yeah, you see him, he goes, just does a quick sniff oh. to kind of clear the coke up. Didn't see that, that but okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I thought right that was wow, you picked up on everything. Yeah. Wow. I am yeah, and then the the big fellow there, I had to look him up because it just seemed like he must be a guy that had made his way through the league or something or through the, the minors. Yeah. And him and Mariasti have fought like many times in real life. So Alex yes. Penner, we met him um at station eighty four when we were hanging out there. And and I just want to say, um uh while we were there, we hung out with uh Dolo uh a goodie harlan harlan um, jacob and and uh and alex penner was also there one of the nights so so we got to know him and the funny thing about that night was um harlan was there and, and it's one of these places that had like a bunch of board ga- like you have drinks and stuff but, and tvs to watch the game but there's also board games and harlan spent the entire night playing trivial pursuit <laughs> and like and yeah. just asking questions anyone who would answer oh it was it was kind of funny was so funny yeah, yeah. <laughs> i would hang describing it as like your buddy's basement yeah like ran into a garage sale like that's kind of what it was well there was literally uh coolers of beer like scattered around the entire place yeah that's pretty not behind the bar but but (laughs) i I remember talking to penner and he mentioned that yeah he fought um uh who who was it you said you were talking about yeah marasty he fought yeah he fought marasty uh he also fought domi twice i think and 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 was like one for one there (laughs) in terms of uh fighting domi so yeah he's uh he's the real deal in terms of being a tough guy for sure yeah he's a big dude i I was laughing because i I went and watched the fights on hockeyfights.com him and marasty the two that are on there and I was kind of surprised. Like, there's one fight that I, I would almost love to hear what Morassi's opinion of Penner is after that one because it was a kind of a sucker right off the face off, and then oh, she yeah. gave him a couple when he was like face down on the ice. So I was wondering if there's any bad blood between uh, Jim Number One and Penner there. Well, I mean, they shared the screen or a few times, so who knows? Yeah. 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 Can I ask a ignorant American question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the gentleman in uh, the middle, we know that that's Patrick Waugh's son right. and Alex Penner. The guy that plays the guy that played like a thousand games. Brady Schneer, yeah. Neil sure. Clark. I looked him up. He, do, he doesn't look like he had uh, much of a uh, like uh, pro. It wasn't career. a thousand games in the league. Then. No, no, I couldn't find that anyway. If, if it was, it was uh, in a, a different pro league, not the NHL. 
Okay. Yeah, he played some. He played in England for some mm-hmm. in junior hockey in Canada. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, is, is that everything you have there, Jay? Yeah, you bet. All right. So let's move on to ratings. Tanya, what do you oh give this episode? Oh, you're not ready? That was, no, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just so impressed, Jay. Like, seriously, you blew my mind with all the things that you, like, even the whole sniff thing of the, co- like, totally did not see that. I think I'd have to watch it 10,000 times and then be like, oh, that's where he was meaning. Because I have, I, I can't even, anyways. Um, ratings. Of course, it's a fresh. I'm not even gonna like it. It it it's like it was. It was phenomenal. I loved it. Um, um, yeah. Like there was no wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Matt. Yeah, I'm not gonna dance this one either. It's a fresh. I I really enjoyed this one. And and there's a lot of material here. A lot of things to play with. Uh, a lot of great production stuff. Uh, things happening. Um. Yeah, I just felt good about this episode. So, yeah, it's a fresh. I have two issues with this episode. One, uh, Shorzy making fun of Michaels for eating alone because, again. <laughs> yeah, I we agreed. <laughs> yeah. We're all on the level yeah. on that one. Fuck them. Uh, two, it was only 18 and a half minutes long. What the fuck? Like, this, yeah. uh, this episode needs to be long. It like, yeah. It was, and, but, and they, but you're but right. It, it was very story heavy, which is hilarious. Because for an episode as short as it was, there was a lot, like, the, a lot of. If uh, you slowed that down to mm-hmm. a normal pace, it would be much longer. Yeah. But because they do the timing as fast as they do. I loved it. And any episode that starts off with the, with the Shorzy Laura Moore scene, you'd have to, you'd have to really crap the bed the rest of the the episode to make this not a fresh. So yes, I give it a fresh trace. It's up to you. Oh, hell yeah, man. Fresh as hell. All right. Oh my Lord. Since you are playing the role of Victor here. Wait, 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 yeah, since you're playing the role of Rick, Victor, uh, four freshes Richter. mean, mean that, a unicorn. That is our first unicorn of this season because well, you shit episode. the bed last week. I didn't shit the bed. I told the truth. I told the truth. And not to be presumptuous, I think Victor would have given it a fresh. I feel I, like he, he would have. I think he would have too. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll get him uh, his uh, rating when he's back from uh, from across the pond. Jay, yeah, it won't carry any value at that point. No, but no you're right. We'll still get it. Uh, the, yeah, the unicorn's in the books. In the books yeah. <laughs> Jay, what do you, what do you give this one? I'm in the same boat. I give it a fresh as well. Like, and to your point, we're yelling at Michaels for eating the thing. I think he salvaged that by by using the phrase "solo paninis." Yeah, I don't know why that just tickled my funny bone, but <laughs> okay. it seems so funny when he when he said that to him. So, <laughs> like, if he was eating a steak a steak sandwich, it wouldn't have been a problem. But it's mm-hmm. a panini, so it is. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but no, it's a fresh. It's uh, it's everything we love about this show. Absolutely agreed. All right, we're going moving on to MVPs. Do you have one yet for your episode there, Tanya? Because you're uh, up first. Who who do you give a game stick to? La la la. Um. Oh my. Um. It's got to be Laura right from the beginning. I just that cold open. I know she was only there during that. Um. But oh my god, I just I love the banter between the two of them. It gives me that warm fuzzy, and mm-hmm. I just it makes me smile and happy. Okay, Laura Moore. Uh, can't argue with that, Matt. Uh, my mind's I'm going a slightly off base, but mm-hmm. I'll explain. Is uh, JJ Frankie JJ Max Buffard? Okay, um, because of what I was talking about in his complete obliviousness <laughs> to 
Shorzy's anger around mm-hmm. why him. And mm-hmm. every time they cut to him, I laughed because <laughs> he just doesn't give a shit. No. And, and and like he's eating or he's playing in his phone or he's mm-hmm. just la- like like there's he's in his own separate world. Yeah. And in this episode, when they kept pointing to him and gesturing at him because of the whole bear thing, mm-hmm. I laughed every time they cut to him. So <laughs> That whole interaction, yeah, it goes to to JJ for me. Excellent. Um, mine is obviously Laura Moore. Um, is it a? Oh, of course, one hundred percent. This this uh, episode, I can't even think of what run who runner up, runners up might be. Maybe Zeke again because I love that zinger when she said, "I'll drive you to to Shorzy." So <laughs> that was good. So the the my runner up was going to be Corey and Liam. Yeah, I, I love. Yeah, the they were good too. They were good too. Uh, they, they remind me a lot of Riley and Jonesy. And so yeah. they kind of made me miss Riley and Jonesy, but yeah, yeah they got Laura, solid chemistry. Those two. Yeah. Laura Moore for sure. Yeah, they do. And, and, uh, I'm, I'm glad that they're getting more, more screen time as well. Uh, Trace. I've spent the better part of this entire podcast thinking of some bizarre Victor esque MVP <laughs> that I could come up with <laughs> and I'm just drawing a blank. So Michael's Panini or something yeah. like. Yeah. Unless you're maybe. No. <laughs> well, Laura Moore's bra, uh, off-colored bra. No, 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 he's, he's no, way too classy to that. do that. No, it wouldn't have been that. Did you just say Victor's way too classy? <laughs> well, well, classy's probably the wrong word. Victor's too much of a straight arrow to do mm-hmm. that. Okay, really, yeah. the guy but who in no, which case, I'll, reviewed I'll go with my own and I shall <laughs> pick. I shall pick my lady, Laura Moore. All right, Laura. Jay, who do you give it. your stick to? Uh, your game but it's stuff tough because like for the longest time I was on Meeg just because of how cute she was during that scene. Like mm-hmm. just you could tell that she could barely hold herself together that entire scene <laughs> where they're talking about bears and oh right yeah gummy bears and everything and she's laughing and you can tell that that's real as hell. Like I don't know if any of that was actually she's making no bones about it. Yeah yeah yeah, but it's got to be it's got to be the pride of Quebec. It's got to be JJ Frankie oh, JJ. Wow. He's got he's got he, well he's a model mm-hmm. in real life. He's got Rev, who I'd never heard of, but I'd like to know a little bit more about her. I'll let you know that. Yeah. Uh, he's got uh, Lizonde uh, Nadeau on the mm-hmm. phone, like, and he's a gay icon. Like, I think he's covered pretty much all the bases there to be, and he's leading the league in goals. Yeah, and the pride of Corbett. You're right. Like, he's got everything going for him. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's got it all right now. So he's got to be my MVP. Very cool. And uh, you got to know that he's got, you know, the, those Panini loyalty cards are like punched. Like he's got free paninis coming out of his anyway. All this panini talk. I am freaking starving. <laughs> All right, guys, this is great. Uh, just uh, moving on quickly to, uh, we got a, a, an Apple review. Uh, uh, you know, haven't had one in a while. This one here is uh four stars game stick goes to Victor. Victor wins the game stick for being a team player and holy Albert learned to read. I'm going to guess that by Albert, he meant me, uh, Al, but okay, that's fine. Al's short for Alan, not Albert, but I get what you're saying. Yes. Uh, these synopses that I write every week, I only, I, I never reread them. So <laughs> I only read them back for the first time during the episode. So I apologize sometimes. And I you often notes. don't rewrite them for the next episode. No, either. I, I, that's true. <laughs> yes. So, uh, it's a valid criticism. Uh, Mr. Feck, that's the, the username via Apple podcast. Thank you for your review. Um, and I really don't have any other comments. So we'll go. Wow. I love that Quit review. being so Canadian until I got start calling it. you Albert. No, he gave us four stars. Like if he gave me one star, I'd be like, you know, 
fuck off. But no, we got a one star one time. Remember yeah, that guy? Yeah, he. Uh, you bring fuck that guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy. Exactly. Probably the same guy that compost every. <laughs> so we're gonna go around the horn with our final comments. Tanya, you're up first. Um, Trace, thank you so much for coming out tonight. And, um, I'm just sorry that Victor, um, didn't share with you his, um, unicorn backdrop oh, for yeah. when the unicorn happened. Oh yeah. Jay missed out on Victor's unicorn. Yeah. Um, it, it, thank you for making it a unicorn. The first of the season, uh, you, you, uh, pop the cherry. <laughs> um, and, and Jay, I've known to do. <laughs> Jay, Jay, thank you so much for coming out. It was a pleasure getting to know you and all of that amazing insight and uh, all your notes. uh, It it just brought such another level to all of this episode that I didn't even see. So I'm going to definitely have to rewatch all of that. Um, I just want to say, you know, I'm, I'm on a diet. Um, and so this scene and, and, and thinking back to all of the amazing places that we ate at and I'm like obsessed and I want to go back and eat <laughs> anyways. Um, this was a, a lot of fun tonight. Thanks. Matt. Yeah. Um, Jay, you, you brought him in. The, this stuff cracks me up and, and like, this is why I love all the different personalities and opinions and perspectives we bring onto the podcast, because I swear to God, we all watch a different show every time. Right. <laughs> and it's amazing because we obviously watch the same thing, but everyone sees different things. And I'm with Tanya, everything that you mentioned, I, you were so on point, but I would never even considered it. Like it probably take me 50 views to catch half of the things that you caught, but everyone has different things they see and view and my chair just sunk on me. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just dropped down about a foot. Um, but no, it was awesome. And, and, and I love, I love bringing on perspectives and, and you really brought your unique one and it was so on point, man. So thanks. And I'm looking forward to this. There were two episodes in, there's four more ones to go. This is so much fun. I- I'm so glad we're doing these review episodes again. Mm-hmm. This, this is just the, the best. <laughs> uh, Great job, Jay. I got to say, when I when I learned that Victor was going to be here tonight, I was a little worried because he brings the hockey knowledge. I mean, I know a little bit, but he knows way more. So well, I was here. Yeah. Anyway, I know a little bit. Victor knows Good way job, more. Man. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Jay, you brought it, and I appreciate you look, especially looking up those uh, hockey uh, uh, schools down in the U.S. I, I didn't even think about doing that. Probably didn't even have time. I didn't have time to write a proper introduction for you. So um, <laughs> I appreciate you. You did a great job tonight uh, on the, in the live stream here. Lizzie, uh, Liz says, um, I can't believe Jay was even worried last week. You did a great job, man. You, you, yeah. you did, you did <laughs> Thanks. awesome. So thank you so much for being here tonight. Trace, thank you for playing Victor tonight. You did an, a better job than, than he would have done. So appreciate that. And it's like, it turned out for the best that we had American representation here to, so that you can kind of stick up for your uh your side of the border he didn't really he, he kind of just accepted <laughs> them it under rolled, the bus rolled like over. <laughs> that's true yeah, yeah. it's very un-american of him. <laughs> that was us well no it's just kind of what you got to do man <laughs> <laughs> own it and just keep on going well he felt outnumbered by the mighty canadians <laughs> go ahead trace uh thank you so much for having me uh uh this is the second time i've played victor and mm. it's most fun and <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i mean i appreciate y'all having me 
Jay, you were the paragon of preparation, man. <laughs> I remembered when I used to get prepared for these things. <laughs> and now he just shows up and tries to rely on his charm. <laughs> I, just, I just riff. Uh, but yes, it's uh, it was so good being here. I'm, I'm so excited about the this season of Shorzy. I'm glad we got the unicorn. And uh, I want to wish a happy Veterans Day to Trollinger and Thanks. Jason Eichard and even Chad. Yeah. And a happy Remembrance Day to you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Jay. Same to you. No, it was a, it was a lot of fun, guys. Thanks for having me uh, again so soon after my last appearance there oh, two no. weeks ago. So that's nice. Um, I had to do all that preparation, Trace, because like I could listen to Trace read the phone book, so he can get by in his charm. I can't. I got to do the extra work. So uh, I'm happy that it's uh, paid off for tonight. There, so um, I'm happy that I picked an episode that was kind of heavy hockey related too, because then I felt a little bit at home there because mm-hmm. I've fan and played hockey for 40 years. So it's uh, it's what I know. So I'm able to kind of speak to that. So. No, it's been great. And like everyone has said so far, I look forward to hearing the rest of the, the season because well, it's, it's, it's been a hell of a, hell of a show and, and I get a lot of enjoyment out of watching it. Awesome. All right. I'm going to play us off here with a song from this episode, Midlife Crisis by Billy Lemos and Taddy. And this is the song right at the beginning, uh, right after the Shorzy Shor- uh, and Laura Moore scene. <laughs> That's all we have for this episode. Next week, we review episode three of season two, Set the Tone. And that's going to be a special episode because that's the episode where we can be seen in the crowd as extras, not background extras, as I've recently been corrected. Uh, That episode, uh, we're going to be joined by the Blueberry crew to reminisce about that experience and review the episode. Also, please note that the episode will record on Friday night, not Thursday night. So don't forget, you can use a promo code uh, PROTOSAN for 20% off any purchase at DiabolicalCoffee.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, tell a friend or follow us on most social media outlets at PROTOSANPOD. Thank you for joining us. Now we're going to go set the tone at the after party. On behalf of Jay, Trace, Tanya, Matt, and myself, thank you for listening and have a great week. (laughs) 